The ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big Top 1,000 rate 1,000 rate Song Song Good evening ladies And gentlemen this is Top 1000 Radio. I am your host, Chris Naren, and this is episode number 47, song battle number 45. And we want to thank everybody for listening, following, got some new followers. Okay, that was cool. Uh, please share it. Please rate it. Okay, those of you who followed, now rate the show. You know, give it five stars. Okay, go to the little, you know, rating thing and do that. Okay, we did. I did. I, I did. I upheld my end of the bargain i did what i was promised i updated uh the list on uh top 1000 radio.blogspot.com so so there and you can see uh how fresh and clean that list is and it has that new car smell so uh go check that out um we're going to go light on the news and reviews today because um you know it's mostly uh, about uh, the death of uh, Gordon Lightfoot. He passed away two days ago, I think. And uh, he was 84 years old. And he he lived almost long enough to finish singing uh, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. So, rest in peace, brother. All right. Uh, let's get straight to our song notes then. Immigrant song from 1970, Led Zeppelin III, reached number 16 on the charts. Written during Led Zeppelin's tour of Iceland, Bath, and Germany in the summer of 1970, the opening date of this tour took place in Reykjavik, Iceland, which inspired Plant to write the lyrics. He explained in an interview, We weren't being pompous. We did come from the land of ice and snow. We were guests of the Icelandic government on a cultural mission. We were invited to play a concert in Reykjavik, the day before we arrived, all the civil servants went on strike, and the gig was going to be canceled. The university prepared a concert hall for us, and it was phenomenal. The response from the kids was remarkable, and we had a great time. Immigrant Song was about that trip, and it was the opening track on the album that was intended to be incredibly different. Six days after Led Zeppelin's appearance in Reykjavik, the band performed the song for the first time in concert during the Bath Festival. To Hell with the Devil, second song on Striper's third studio album, To Hell with the Devil, 1986. It was the first Christian metal album to achieve platinum status, selling over one million copies.
Gimme Shelter, the opening track from the Rolling Stones 1969 album Let It Bleed. It was never released as a as a single, but Grand Funk Railroad did release a single of the song which reached number 61. It featured gospel singer Mary Clayton. According to Jagger, the collaboration happened partially by chance. Jagger stated that the band thought it'd be great to have a woman come do the chorus. They called Clayton randomly in the middle of the night in Los Angeles and she showed up to the studio in curlers and contributed her parts in a few takes, which Jagger remarked was pretty amazing. At about the 2 minute 59 second songs into the song, Clayton's voice cracks under the strain, once during the second refrain on the word shot, then on the word murder, during the third refrain, after which Jagger is faintly heard exclaiming, Woo! In response to Clayton's powerful delivery, uh, in response to Clayton's powerful delivery, upon returning home, Clayton suffered a miscarriage, attributed by some sources to her exertions during the recording. Slippery When Wet, 1975, from the Commodore's second album, Caught in the Act. It was the group's first single to reach number one on the Soul Singles chart in the U.S. and was their second top 40 pop single, peaking at number 19 on the Billboard Hot 100. Suicide Solution from Ozzy Osbourne's 1980 debut album, Blizzard of Oz. Osbourne said in 1991 that the song was about the alcohol-related death of HCDC's Bon Scott in 1980, but Bob Daisley revealed in 2002 that he had Osbourne in mind when he wrote the lyrics. On On November 1st, 1985, a lawsuit against Osbourne at CBS Records was filed by the parents of John Daniel McCullum a 19-year-old who committed suicide in Riverside, California on October 27, 1984, allegedly after listening to the song. The plaintiffs, however, failed to prove that Osborne had any responsibility for the teenager's death. The plaintiffs' attorneys alleged that the line of the song stated, Why try, get the gun, and shoot? Lyricist Daisley and Osborne himself both claimed that the line actually says, Get the flaps out. Flaps, they insisted, was an English vulgar slang term for... Vagina Bubba. Don Arden, Black Sabbath's former manager and the father of Sharon Osbourne, is on record as having said that the songs of the song's controversial lyrics. To be perfectly honest, I would be it would I would be doubtful as to whether Mr. Osbourne knew the meaning of the lyrics, if there was any meaning, because his command of the English language is minimal. All right. Okay, that is song notes. 
interesting song notes this time. All right, those were your song notes. Now for No Cover for Old Songs. That's the name of this this uh, new segment here, okay, where I go over the covers that exist for the songs on the battle. And if there are no covers, we talk about maybe who might be good to cover that. And maybe the song should never be covered. How about that? All right, so Immigrant Song had a ton. <laughs> like, I couldn't get through all of them. Uh, but um, I found, th- these are my favorite in order. Okay, Saxon, one of my favorite new wave of British heavy metal bands. Um, they they do a, a really good cover of it. Striper did one on their album that I was talking about the other day called The Covering. Some band called Small Town Titans. Um, I don't I don't know much about them. I don't know really anything about them, but they do a pretty good cover. Um, Metalachi, which uh, I think uh, someone else is going to talk about later, <laughs> but it's a it's a mariachi band that does metal covers. Okay, and that and that's a fun one. Okay, um, I would love to have them come and play <laughs> an event at some point. Infectious Grooves, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they they uh, they do some cool, you know, kind of, I guess, I don't know, stoner, stoner metal would be their genre. Um, and then Ann Wilson did one that was, I didn't really care for it. Okay, I was expecting her to kind of go off and do it. It was, a, it was kind of acoustical. So, you know, if you don't like Dog and Butterfly, you know, some of you didn't like that one, you, you like the Ann Wilson Barracuda you know, uh, you might want to skip that one. Uh, to Hell with the Devil didn't have any covers as far as I could see, except in that movie that I was telling you guys about several episodes ago called Electric Jesus. The the, the fictional band in that movie called 316, they do, a, they do a cover of To Hell with the Devil at the uh, beginning of the movie. Um, and they do a, you know, a decent job. But... I don't think that song should be covered unironically. <laughs> All right. Um, there was a band called Steelheart. Uh, we'll talk about them later. I think I'm going to do a review of Rockstar, the, the, the Mark Wahlberg movie at some point. Um, and that's the band that was actually doing the music in that movie. They could possibly pull it off, but I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that song should ever be covered. Gimme Shelter had a ton. Okay, as you can imagine, the the one I mentioned, Grand Funk Railroad, that had a, um, uh, a top one hundred hit with it. I guess. Um, but that's not my favorite. I'm gonna start with my favorite one, the Holy Soldier, which was a. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were one of the you know, one of the Christian metal bands that came after Striper and they were kind of, I don't know, maybe seen as a kind of a knockoff. Uh, but that's, I'm going to get more into them because that they do a really good cover of, uh, they do it like they, they stay true to their, their metal eighties metal sound. And they, they bring that into the song and I think it works really well. You know, a legit metal guitar solo in it. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. The, the guy singing did a good job. Grand Funk Railroad's version would be my second one. I I wanted to like it more. I think the vocals were too far in the back. Um, it's a it's a testosterone-driven. I mean, it 
it smells like a bullfight when you're listening to that song, if you, if you get that reference. <laughs> okay. But it's, yeah, it, it, I think it would do with some better mixing maybe. Okay. I don't know. Some, some, something called Stone Sour with Lizzie Hale. I'm not familiar with them either, but they do a pretty good Lizzie Hale, good voice. Um, it sounded good. Um, Eric Church, uh, it starts off not so great. Eric Church is a country singer. It starts off not super good for me, but then it it does kick in and eventually starts to rock. Uh, Mary Clayton, you know her 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 you know version is good. It's you know it's her voice. It's terrible what happened to her. Um, and then they did another <clears throat> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame All Star cast with U two Fergie and Mick Jagger, and that one just is a mess. Fergie's just yelling and. Bono is is trying to be too cool, and Mick Jagger is being Mick Jagger. <laughs> you know, it's just it's not it doesn't work with that that combo. Not not anything like the the you know kind of alchemy you got with um, well, my guitar gently weeps. You know, with Tom Petty and Prince and Jeff Lynne and all that. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, that I'll I'll I'll, I'll leave that one. Uh, slippery when wet. I could I, there. There were some covers listed. Uh, I looked into a couple of them. They weren't the same song, so I'm gonna say no covers on that one. I would like to see what the Red Hot Chili Peppers could do with it. Maybe even possibly the Foo Fighters. Okay. Um, and then there were a couple for Suicide Solution, uh, a band called Suicidal Angels. Uh, you know, good job on the name there. Uh, but the vocals were kind of weak. I really care for it. Um, so, and I think that's also a song that probably should not be covered, I would think. All right, that's your no covers for old songs. And now we get into our Council of Learned Elders review. So, Artillo sent me the uh, written uh, version uh, reviews and. I think for our spots, we're going to have, uh, I think Emo Sean sent some, and then I think my, my sister-in-law, Jen, sent us something. So we got something new or a little different today. Uh, Martillo kind of went off the rails here and gave Slippery When Wet an eight. <laughs> okay. Yes, bring the funk. Normally Zeppelin would be my top pick, but this has to go to, to the top right now. Therefore, it gets an eight, while the Immigrant Song remains at five. And then Immigrant Song gets a five. Gimme Shelter gets a four. Uh, This here is an amazing song. Not much to say about it or too much to say about it. One of those. Artillo is still feeling a bit lazy, so I'll let someone else comment on the other two. And then Suicide Solution gets a two, and To Hell With The Devil gets a one. All right. So with that, I am going to hand it over to Helium Boy, and then Jennifer's going to bring it up the rear. And I, and I think there's something else. I forget. I'll find it. Hang on. Top 1,000 radio listeners all over the globe. This is Emo Sean bringing his take to this superpower battle. Prepare for the carnage. Number five, Immigrant Song. Man, this battle is full of heavy hitters. Emo Sean had a rough time rating these monster tunes. Immigrant Song by The Zep has been a top favorite of Emo Sean's forever. It really got a super boost when it was used at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok. If you haven't seen that scene, you've got to check it out. Super hardcore. 
Number four, Slippery When Wet, The Commodores. Finally, some funk represented on Top 1000 Radio. Nemo Sean began learning music by playing drums and then picked up the bass guitar. He has always loved the rhythm section of a band and especially the tight rhythm of a great funk band. The Commodores lays down a monster groove on this tune. On top of the funk, homie is preaching. You got your family at home. You can't be running around cheating and not taking care of the most important. Amen, brother man. Number three, Suicide Solution, Ozzy. Emo Sean loves the Randy Rhodes. Rockin' song, man. This is a great song. Ozzy is preaching on this one, too. Alcohol abuse can be a slow death or fast one. Now you live inside a bottle. The Reaper's traveling at full throttle. Number two, to hell with the devil. This is a scorcher. Emo Sean is finding that through this process that, process that he appreciates bands first, second, and third albums much more than the rest of their works. It isn't a hard, fast rule, but Emo Sean is recognizing the, pat the pattern more and more. Emo Sean thinks this is the case for Striper. This list is huge. This song should be... Actually, this song shouldn't be too. Uh, should be actually higher. Uh, number one, Gimme Shelter. This song shouldn't be one. But that is where Emotion put it. Emotion likes how this song drives. It's like cruising, but at a fast speed on meandering roads without having to slow down because the speed, the road, the turns are perfect. And with that, Emotion be gone. Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. This is my number five. This is another one of those songs that I don't even hear analytically anymore, and I don't even want to take it apart. Um, but there's a couple things, apart from the obvious, that uh, I love and just want to point out here. The scale runs on the bass. And that one chord. That. Right here, this. Yeah. And now, of course, I gotta say something about the vocals. Um, this is a matter of taste. Led Zeppelin has some of my favorite vocals out there. Um, <laughs> there's there's a video on YouTube, if you happen to be over there, uh, by Adam Neely called Fixing Led Zeppelin with Auto-Tune, which isn't about that. It's, it's about nuance that are in blues scale notes, which don't fit into the grid of our scale of discrete tuning. These are notes that are bent in pitch, songs with blues-type melodies that can fall somewhere between major and minor. And whether we consciously hear it or not, many people can tell that something's not quite right when they are changed to straight, major, or minor. Now, I want to talk about the Metalachi cover of Immigrant Song for a second. Uh, they do something very interesting with this. They've, they've taken that signature iconic scream in the beginning of the song and turned it into a call and response in which the first one is close to the original and the response is pushed flatter, more minor. So this is the original right here. 
which can come off kind of sharp to the ear because of the bend that he's doing from the top down and also because of the crazy amount of reverb that's on there. And now here is what Metalachi is doing. And I just find that so interesting. I think there's a couple of reasons why um, they chose to do that. But I'm just going to talk about one thing here. And that is um, the original starts in this kind of F sharp minor territory. And I say that because it's not really F sharp minor or major. Um, it's just the five. And then the melody, the vocal melody is doing this weird thing here. Um, and it bends. So, but it's still not going anywhere near the third. So, um, we get a minor feel, but it's not actually explicitly putting us there. Metalachi does because on the response, they start there instead, um, which is on the A. So we're squarely in the F sharp minor region there and they oscillate back and forth and they still bend it. Uh, and I just think that's really interesting. That's it for now. Don't know if anybody wanted to know about that. But as I say, this this song's just got a really iconic scream. And um, if anybody's heard uh, anybody else copy it, um, especially Jack Black, uh, you'll see. You'll see. It's like, uh, yeah, that is the, the thing about this song. So, uh with that, I will leave you with something else. Bye. Hey, this is Jennifer. Back when I worked something like the carnival slash fair type circuit, I ran across this band called Metalachi. Work was never boring when they were playing, and they really brought the energy when you're running out of steam, and a sense of humor as well. They are a little niche, but... If you're into metal, mariachi music, or just looking for something quirky, check it out. Among my favorites, definitely Ace of Spades, Welcome to the Jungle. That's got some really cool parts in it if you listen all the way through. And of course, Cancion del Mariachi. Welcome to the Jungle has somehow blended in these two flavors, plus some real funk and a bit of marching band drumline action. Their cover of Immigrant Song is not my favorite of their stuff, but it's certainly got a little something. Character. I mean, listen to these horns right here. That's definitely some of my favorite stuff about this cover. More about that later. All right, thank you, Emo Sean and Jennifer. 
Okay, so yeah, I I was going to bring up uh, Jack Black uh, about the Metalachi thing. I think uh, he, you know, he's got a voice that would be perfect to do a cover of uh, Immigrant Song, but he'd also, you know, do that kind of he could do that kind of uh, Metalachi thing too. Uh, so anyway, yeah, very interesting stuff about the, um, you know. I think what I understood from that, what I took from that was that you can't really auto-tune blues vocals. Is that, should I have gotten that from that? Uh, so anyway, so that, I mean, it, it, it uh, puts uh, blues musicians and rockers who, who get a little bluesy uh, a little further away from being able to be uh, copied and, and uh you know um synthesized or or fabricated by ai everybody's freaking out about that today you know the writers are on strike because they're worried about ai and all that stuff uh you know so <laughs> uh, maybe there's maybe there's something in the in the blues that you can't copy man so all right let's get to our polls the uh council of learned elders voted for Toto's Hold the Line on the Challenger poll. So did the Sensatorial Layman and Women. So that's going to be our winner. Dream Theater uh, got one vote. Poor Dream Theater. Asia got a couple of votes, but uh, it was all about Toto on that one, which is fine. That's fine. I love me some Toto. Um, and so in the song battle, it came down to uh council of learning elder learned elders went with immigrant song went big and then in second place was slippery when wet followed by um uh suicide solution gimme shelter and to hell with the devil coming in last the sensatorial layman and women uh went for Immigrant song with Gimme Shelter getting a couple votes. Hell with the Devil got the uh, obligatory five because I didn't put it on there. Uh, Slippery When Wet and Suicide Solution didn't get any love from the Slaw House. The total Coleslaw Congress vote was uh, Immigrant Song and then a three-way tie for second place between the Hell with the Devil, Gimme Shelter, and Slippery When Wet with poor suicide solution coming in last all right and what is my verdict i am going to give my five to to hell with the devil because this is my list and i like that song and to shame on you guys i'm not gonna say you know whatever shame on you guys for uh we're not voting for that. Uh, so, And I'm going to give my four to Ozzy, to Suicide Solution. Okay? Uh, that's the, you know, that song. Let's see. I think it's, um, I'm trying to remember where it comes in the in the track listing, but it, it comes off of something. Gosh, does it come off a of crazy train? Or maybe it comes off of Revelation Mother Earth. I can't remember. Maybe it's Revelation Mother Earth. But anyway, it, it, it's it's super effective, and that you know that growl, mine is fine, you know, like that. It's it's like a it's like an instrument of itself. Um, and I remember that controversy. Oh my gosh, I it was crazy. You know, it, it's so sad and tragic. You know, when when um, you know when kids take their own lives, and 
you know, publicize, publicizing your, your grief is something you never want to walk into lightly, you know, because you're, you're really, you know, <laughs> it's very exploitive and all the, all the news people that exploited it, they, they should be really ashamed of themselves and, and make, cause, cause all you did was you just made Ozzy so much more famous and you made, you know, you made kids want to run out and buy that stuff. And if you thought it was, if you thought it was really evil, you know, that, that's just not the way to handle it, you know, publicly like that. So, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you sat down for two seconds and read the lyrics, you would know that it's a song that's warning you against the, uh, you know, killing yourself with alcohol. And I, and, you know, Ozzy didn't even write it for crying out loud. All right, and so my three is going to go to the immigrant song. Okay, it, you know, all the three songs that are on the top for me all could be fives. You know, easily on other lists. I think every song on this list could be a five on 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 certain days. Um, but you know, I I it's I don't like it as much as everybody else does. I guess I I still like it a lot. <laughs> um, the first time I heard it, I think, because remember, I like I, I t- said on a previous episode, uh, I came to Led Zeppelin fairly late. You know, I was about probably fifteen years old because before I like heard Zeppelin and knew that was Zeppelin. I probably heard Zeppelin before, just didn't know it was them. Um, but the town I grew up in didn't really have any rock stations. They had uh, top forty stations, and so you know we were listening to rock, but you know, I hadn't been exposed to much Led Zeppelin, if any. So like, I don't know. I was probably older than that. I was, it was a couple of several years after we moved out here, we were having a, one of those big, huge backyard raging parties like they used to have in the eighties. And, uh, we had a couple of bands. We had the, the opening band came, I forget the name of the band. I think they were called the Dunn or something like that. It was a three piece. The singer played, I think, I think he played, uh, I want to say he played guitar and, you know, he was talented. He could play, you know, a a reasonable facsimile of, of the song, but he sang, he was also the vocalist and, and, um, it kind of caught me off guard. You know, he did the, he did the howl at the, you know, that, thing and it was kind of weird it was just i'm looking at him like what the frick are you doing dude you know and then later when i heard the song finally i'm like oh that's what he was trying to do okay so yeah it's just a little you know you don't want to really be introduced to a song (laughs) that way i don't think um maybe i'm mixing up my memories though who knows i'm gonna give my two to give me shelter um you know that's just one of the one of the better Rolling Stone songs, and it's probably up there in their top three at least. And that sucks too, because that means I got to get rid of Slippery When Wet, uh, you know, which is, you know, one of the great funk songs of all time. Here's the deal though, when I, I hadn't listened to it in years. I, I used to listen to the Commodores all the time when I was a kid. And I'm talking like a long time ago. I'm talking about like the 70s, okay, when I was like, eight, nine years old. Okay. And I had this little, I had this little eight track, uh, tape player that I bought with birthday money I got from my grandma and, uh, the Commodore's greatest hits was one of my, 
you know, one of my prized possessions. And I used to listen to that just over and over and over again. And I don't know why, but I don't remember Slippery When Wet that the way I heard it when I when I played it on my my uh, playlist. It just didn't seem like the same song. It's like it's almost like play that funky music. White boy took over Slippery When Wet. Okay, and and you know I'm not gonna. I'm not going to blaspheme and say play that funky music. White boy was better than slippery when wet, but it's just it's something happened there. And, um, it, you know, I'm going to have to like put it back on my playlist and listen to it some more for it to maybe get me like it used to. So I don't know. That's a shame though. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be another Commodore song that will, that will get kicked off though. Um, I, I doubt it. I'd be surprised. Okay. All right, well, that will do it for the song battle. Our next challenger poll is to replace Slippery When Wet will be either Fast As You by Dwight Yoakam, uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears, or All the Love in the World by The Outfield. All right, so we got Dwight Yoakam and Tears for Fears for the first time and probably the third time The Outfield's been on here. And then our next song battle. This one's very interesting. <laughs> okay, it's another monster kind of... Uh, Kind of a mini monster. First time on the list, Zach Brown Band with Toes. If you haven't heard that song, go buy yourself a, a six-pack of something, get yourself a lawn chair, go sit outside and listen to that song, okay? Uh, wait till Friday to do it. That You'll be in the mood. Um, well, you probably got to do it before Friday because we're going to record on Friday. Uh, Invaders by Iron Maiden. Uh, Fight Fire with Fire Metallica. So fine, Guns N' Roses, and even better than the real thing, you too. Okay, that is going to do it. I'm left with nothing but blank pages. We are going to play out with uh, Untitled Avenue, and I am looking up the the uh, <laughs> title of the song right now as we speak. It is going to be uh, To Lose It. Okay, we're going to play you out with To Lose It by Untitled Avenue. All right, guys, have a good one. My mind is clean. <laughs>